The U.S. and China are heading towards inevitable conflict if Washington does not change its approach. China's new foreign minister has said in a fiery press conference in which he defended his country's strengthening relationship with Russia. Joining us on the line is Dr. Emmanuel Matambo, who is a research director at the University of Johannesburg Center for Africa-China Studies. Dr. Emmanuel, thank you very much for your time and welcome to Radio Islam International. Good afternoon, Habib. Good afternoon to your listeners and thank you for your kind invitation. A fiery way to get things started off as a new foreign uh, minister, Dr. Emmanuel. Yes, indeed. I'm thinking, by the way, just to give some context to the fiery press conference that he had today, was that uh, he was actually China's ambassador Mm. to the United States as late as last year, and that he was appointed as a foreign minister of China. So he is a seasoned diplomat, even though he's only 56 years old, which is kind of young for for a Chinese minister in that important position. So yeah. he was, um, he won the confidence of the, of the People's Republic of China for him to be appointed to Washington in the first place. So what he performed today is something that should not come as a surprise. He's a very tough talking diplomat. And, um, yes, he usually passes, uh, China's, um, script with, uh, with the vigor that we saw today. We should expect more of that. Mm-hmm. Interesting indeed. Now let's pick up on what he has said that if the U.S. does not change its approach, uh, it will lead to an inevitable conflict between China and the U.S. Yes, indeed. Um, that line was actually taken from the spirit with which President Xi Jinping yesterday addressed the Chinese people. He used three very uh, important words and all of them directed at the foreign powers and he named the united states the words that he used were containment that is a word that is that is typical of the cold war jargon that the united states used against russia and the soviet union the second word used was encirclement and the third word used was suppression hmm. so president xi jinping uh, presents uh, the united states as a power that is determined to keep china suppressed to keep china contained and to keep china in circle so we shouldn't actually uh, be surprised with uh, what uh, minister Xi gang said and obviously when uh, earlier in the year the united states shot down a balloon that the Chinese said was a meteorological object. That just exacerbated a situation that has been simmering for a long time. Yes, and interestingly, uh, the Russian relationship uh, brought into the focus here and not uh, mincing their words about it to say that uh, it's a relationship of strength and stability. That was the elephant in the room. There is no way uh, he would have skirted around that particular issue. And uh, of utmost importance, by the way, is to realize that when the Chinese delegation visited Russia, they advised that Russia and Ukraine could try to follow what China calls a 12-point plan. One of the plans is about the cessation of hostilities and that they're calling for for dialogue and respect for for sovereignty. So China is hereby suggesting some solutions to the Russian-Ukraine impasse. But in speaking uh, about it during the press conference earlier today, uh, Minister Chingang just wanted to expose what he thinks is American hostility because there has been rumors that China supplied arms to Russia, a rumor that China has vehemently denied. And secondly, Minister Xingang was saying if it is true, which is not true by the way, but if it is true that we are supplying arms to Russia, well, is it not 
the same logic that the United States is doing by supplying uh, weapons to arms to to Taiwan, which could actually be interference in China's uh, internal affairs. So that is how we could understand how we tried to frame the issue of the Russian-Ukraine war in the context of the United States task against the People's Republic of China. Hmm. And then uh, we, we're not only talking about Russia and U.S., we're also talking about uh, Taiwan here, yeah, these tensions between Taiwan and China. Uh, that was also covered in the press conference. The China-Taiwan uh, ampas is actually the biggest I think uh, the, the, the biggest unfinished business on the part of China, because Hong Kong was returned to China in 1997. China exercises uh, authority over Macau, exercises authorities over some areas of Tibet. But Hong Kong, on the other side, is, is, is according to China. Mm-hmm. Everything that China does, in all the relationships that China has, especially in the developing world as well, they are tailored towards supporting the reunification of Taiwan and China, which China, by the way, thinks should be a natural thing. Let's talk about uh, the foreign policy for the next five years. The the foreign policy for the next five years, um, let us look first of all at the people who have been power in China. The two sessions conference that is currently underway will ratify President Xi Jinping's third term as president of China. So the next five years, we'll see more of what we have seen in the last 10 years with Xi Jinping as the president of China. We'll see a China that is more confident, a China that is more bold in, in, in following what we want. And we'll also see a China that will try to acclimatize to what is going to happen in the next five years, because this is not a China that depends, as it did in the past, on labor, as it did in the, in the, in the past as well, on Manufacturing. This is a China that will be more innovative. It will put more, a higher premium on uh, technology. It will put a higher premium on services as well. This has been called as the new normal of building China's uh, economy rather than uh, depending on industry and primary resources, as has been the case for the last 45 years. Mm-hmm. Dr. Emmanuel, thank you very much for your time on Radio Islam International. Thank you very much for having me. Bye-bye.